Hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Keeping It Kayfabe podcast, the only wrestling podcast that matters. That's right. I am Mega Greg. And I'm Dustin Dynamite. And today we're going to talk about some lackluster wrestling and some kind of good wrestling. So so before we get into wrestling, uh, well, before we get into all the shows, what do you think about this rumor that WWE is going to lose the PG rating? I don't think it's a rumor. I think it's going to happen. I mean, it was reported by the Sportster. They're usually well. Sound apparently they're going. Some people are saying that they're going back on it, saying that it was a that the it was a false leak or whatever. It's not true. Or why wouldn't they? I mean, I, at this point, I feel like they need to, man. I mean, the only reason they went PG to begin with was because of Linda's political career, and not like Vince gives a fuck about her now. So right. <laughs> But they are publicly shared now, so. Yeah, so I don't know. You think it'll be good, though, for the WWE? I think it'll be a step in the right direction. But, I mean, honestly, all you're going to get with them going PG-14 is they'll add blood back. You'll see more chair shots, and you'll hear you'll occasionally hear shit or hell or something like that. <laughs> Maybe they'll bleep out an F word. Yeah, I mean they've already said small balls now, so it might get a little more violent though. Which that that's the thing that that's the thing that made the the Attitude Era so good was how yeah. violent it was. Now now keep in mind, like I think they go, I think there's overboard with the violence now, like uh, MCW and shit like that. That that stuff, I just I don't have a taste for it anymore. Like the the hardcore matches and yeah, such, the death I, matches and stuff. Yeah. yeah, like hardcore match I can deal with. A death match doesn't do it for me, man. I don't want to see people fucking exploding and fighting on broken glass and stabbing each other with fucking broken light bulbs and all this. That's not why I watch wrestling. Using ice picks on people's foreheads. Yeah, and and, and stabbing people with forks. <laughs> I mean, like the old John Moxley special right there. <sighs> I'm telling you, man. I I just I don't care for that shit anymore. Guy, a guy at my work is is the same way. He's like he just doesn't have a taste for it. I think a lot of people kind of. I mean, it's you either like that stuff or you don't. Now there's no like in between anymore. Yeah, really. It, it's really yeah. There's really no uh no gray area there. It's like you love it or you don't. All right. Well, let's get into it. SmackDown was meh this week. Yeah. The only thing I see noteworthy. A talking about is uh McIntyre versus Butch. Yeah, I mean, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about that match. I mean, there was like nothing. I mean, Ro- I mean, Roman was there and cut a promo. I I barely. I know I watched it, but honestly, I barely remember it. I know uh, Lib Morgan came out and did some did some stuff. She's I guess she's excited about being champion. Why wouldn't she be? But yeah. Apparently, her and uh, Rousey are gonna go, go at it again. Yeah, they're gonna have a rematch at uh, SummerSlam. Are you excited for that rematch? I mean, I don't really care for Ronda Rousey at all, and I think Natalia might get involved because she kind of interrupted the whole Liv Morgan thing, and she's hey. been fighting in house. They've been fighting each other in house shows. So, tell you something that's weird. I, uh, you know, I bought the season pass for two uh, K, right? Yeah. Well, uh, one of the free DLCs that just came out with it was the one with British Bulldog, Doink the Clown, Ronda Rousey, yeah. um, uh, Rick Boogs, and uh, people like that. Well, 
it's got the evil version of Doink the Clown, which I'm glad about that. But it does not have Ronda Rousey's uh, Joan Jett theme. Weird. I wonder if they had some kind of licensing issue or something. That's that's what I'm thinking. That's weird. Yeah, because I was looking for it uh, when I was going through music, setting stuff up, and it just wasn't there. Is she uh, not in the game already? No, she wasn't. You had to unlock. She was uh, DLC. Oh, well, shit. Well, hold on. There is one thing that you probably do want to talk about. What? The championship contenders match of the Usos versus Los Lotharios. Yeah, sure. I mean, <laughs> like there's a there's a good squash match. I mean, the only thing that was really noteworthy on SmackDown was the Maximum Male Models tennis collection with Masse and Mansoor. Okay. And... Or, uh, well, Monsway, I think his name is now. Here, here's here's what's up with SmackDown this week. It it was mostly trash. If you're gonna watch it, watch the Roman promo and then turn it off. Because <laughs> yeah, you don't need to see anything else. Because <laughs> you don't what need do you, to see anything else. Have you seen this maximum male model thing? No. Yeah. Have you or do you just skip that segment every I, time? I, I skip it every single time. <laughs> it's so. There's, it doesn't make any sense, bro. It's so dumb. Ugh. There's nothing there that I need to care about. Uh, let's jump. Let's let's move on to Rampage. All right, uh, Rampage. We uh we had uh, f- our favorite fucking wrestler of all time, Eddie Kingston. Absolutely. Versus Kon Kanosuke Takeshi. I don't know why I can't say that today. Kanosuke Takeshi Takashida. There we go. I can't. I. 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 I mean, you're. You, you're better than me. I didn't even know his name. Well, he's been on. He's been on AEW for a while now. He's kind of been. Uh, he's wrestled on Dark a lot, but he's been in a few matches. He was in a couple of the Royal Rumbles. I don't know. Is he a guy uh, from uh, New Japan or is he just? A he's Japanese not. He's guy? not from New Japan. Uh, Kanosuke Takashita would is probably how you say his name. Yeah, I, I, may, have, I may have said that wrong, but uh, uh, he's actually good, man. I'm not. I mean, I, I'm trying to downplay, you know, people caring about him, but he's good. No, I like him. I he had and, another match on. And I'll uh, say Rampage. this: his his match with his match on Rampage with Eddie Kingston was really was actually not horrible. You mean jo, the John Moxley match? Yeah, that yeah, John. No, John. He fought. He versus John Moxley on. Uh, on Dino, oh yeah, that's right. With Eddie, yeah, yeah, it was Eddie Kingston on Rampage. Yeah, yeah. But Eddie, uh, yeah. here's the thing, though. Like, as I'm watching that match, and absolutely fucking hating everything I see from Eddie Kingston, and <laughs> just getting, you know, the clarity that I needed to know that I'm right about him being such a shitty pro wrestler. He, that other, the Japanese guy uh, Takashita was carrying him through that match, man. Oh yeah. I mean, the guy can't wrestle. Okay, and and listen here, TikTokers. I know you've been active lately, and you're talking about the Eddie Kingston stuff we're talking about. Well, I'm talking to all of you, all right. I'm talking <laughs> directly to all of you. Eddie Kingston still sucks. He does not use strong style. If you think that's strong style, you don't know what the fuck strong style is. <laughs> and uh, I'll close with Eddie Kingston fucking stinks, <laughs> both in the ring and in real life. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, but like you said, it was a good match, uh, but mostly carried by Takeshka. Even, uh, even Big T in the chat agrees with us. Enough with Eddie. Yeah, so done with seeing Eddie Kingston. Uh, 
Then we had uh, Jade Cargo come out and remind us that she is that bitch. Hold on, so. wait. Do you know there's people saying that that match with Eddie Kingston and Takashita is match of the year candidate? I don't. Why? <laughs> I don't know, man. It was a good match, but it wasn't. It was nothing that made you say that was the match of the fucking year. I mean, why it, are th- people so mark? Why do they mark out so well? Hold on, hard Dustin. For this guy. Hold on. The crowd was chanting, "This is awesome." Oh yeah, it, I mean, you could jump off a fucking off the second turnbuckle, and the AEW crowd is going to scream, "This is awesome!" It's I mean, true. fucking do a do a cartwheel in the middle of the ring, and they'll fucking scream, "This is awesome!" They'll chant, "This is awesome!" as soon as your theme music hits, and you walk out from behind the curtains, like nothing's happening yet. Like, calm down, Jesus Christ, fucking yeah. But so then we had uh, we had uh, Jade Cargill come out, remind us that uh, she is that bitch. Jade, Car- um, Jade Cargill's hot. I'm sorry. Yeah, she, and she is that bitch. So she is that bitch. Uh, and she's, hopefully, she's eventually, tall, she's gonna fight fucking Athena or Chris Statlander or both of them at some point. Dude, instead of she watching. makes all those women look so small. Yeah, she's a beast, dude. <laughs> Big, Big T says, "Is it bad that I really hope something bad happens to Eddie next week?" And that barbed wire anywhere match could really use a Kingston vacation. I yeah. agree 100%. Please, God, go take a take a break, man. We need a break. From you that. know what? You know what'll happen though if if he does end up getting hurt and can't wrestle, they're just gonna put him on commentary every week. No, they'll just have him uh, cut a stupid fucking promo where he says he wants to fucking kill someone or or taste somebody's blood or a 30 second you know. promo. Yeah. He, so he'll, then we had, he'll talk uh, about how he's he's it's not wrestling anymore. This is real. He's pissed now, and yeah, he's and, angry now. You better and, watch and, out. And it's not going to be a wrestling match. It's going to be a fight because every one of his matches is a fight. It's not a wrestling match. That's right. Uh, then we had Lee Moriarty and Jonathan Gresham versus the Gates of Agony. No one and cares. Jonathan Gresham turned heel, which apparently was a big deal. I don't know much about the guy, but. Uh, he he's the ROH the world champion, so apparently he's always been a big baby face, and I guess his he, he, heel turn he was been. big. I here's the thing: like Jonathan Gresham is really good. He's like he reminds me he's like Zack Saber Junior, but he does flips and shit. Yeah. So, uh, but I don't know, man. He's always been kind of boring to me. But maybe this heel turn will make him more interesting. So, uh, let's see. Then we had uh. Uh, women's uh, match. Who cares? Yeah. Um, and then we had the only thing that was really good about Rampage the whole night was uh, Orange Cassidy and Tony Nese going Fantastic at match. Great match. Definitely you had, uh, made up for the waste of the rest of the time. Though. You had your <laughs> typical Orange Cassidy stuff, which I am not the biggest fan of. I my my only thing with Orange Cassidy is I wish he would get some more actual like wrestling moves in his arsenal. Yeah. Like you know like like some suplexes, some backdrops, things of that nature. Doesn't have to be a lot. I'm not asking that he becomes a technical wrestler or anything, but he just needs a little bit more to show that he's not just a a Oof stunt ball. guy per se yeah. and he he actually does have some uh some wrestling training. Well, he does. Well, you know, he fucking tries a bunch of moves, but he can't. He's so small, he can't lift people up, you know. Well, he shouldn't have to lift them up if they're doing their job. I mean, all they got to <laughs> do is push off. 
wrestling one on one. I know that's a part of his shtick, though, man. He's always fucking trying to throw people over his back or powerbomb them, but he can't pick them up. <laughs> he's fucking goofball, man. I love that guy, though. Now the, that, I, the thing is, is that stuff could stay around, but like yeah. you could you could give him moves that. I mean, he has like what seven different versions of the DDT. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Get show us something else here. Uh, I do love that he does a Superman punch with him being so small, and then that's yeah, like that's... his finisher. Pretty cool. Um, all right. Well, that was Rampage, and then uh, you said you got the Raw stuff pulled up, so yeah. I'll let you lead that one. All right. So Raw started out with a Brock Lesnar promo that was actually pretty damn good. I liked it. Yeah, he, he, first there, he yeah. came out, then Paul Heyman comes out. You know, anytime Paul gets a microphone, it's it's gold. So, yep. Uh, but I mean, it was it was your typical Brock Lesnar promo thing. But it, the thing is, the thing here's the thing with Brock, man, is he, people complain when he comes back, like, oh, great, we get Brock again. But the fact of the matter is, when Brock is on TV, you cannot help but to fucking watch. Yeah. You want I mean, to you want to see what he's gonna even if it's the same stuff he's done before you want to see it because he's Brock Lesnar. I so. think people just hate on him more because he's because they want to see him all the time and he's not. It's not gonna happen. Hey, I'll, I'll say this though: people love Cowboy Brock. Yeah, they do. They, they do. They, he got that big old pop in Texas, man. I think he's more. I think because that's more his real personality, and you know, people like they like some. They like to see that real realness do, do you like that he he said uh life is good for roman reigns since wrestlemania he's been uh living high on the hog <laughs> yeah <laughs> flying in private jets he, he called him the tribal hog <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah it was a it was a good promo by him i'd say uh definitely go back and check it out if you want to see anything from raw what else do we have here uh uh, theory, uh, theory did come out and interrupt him, which that was actually kind of interesting too, because theory is like, he's, he's, he's letting people know that he's the money in the bank winner. That's right. That he's coming Don't for him. It. Do you think he cashes in on the winner of Roman and Brock? I, they say he's going, I mean, he keeps saying he's going to cat. He's going to wait for his opportunity. Cause they're, cause those two guys are going to be beaten down. I mean, I could see it happening, I guess. Here's why that doesn't make sense. Okay. All right, so it's a last man standing match, which means one wrestler has to be standing while the other is down and the referee counts to 10. That's how a last man standing match works. Right. So if Theory's going to come out and cash in, he's still going to be coming at somebody who's on their fucking feet. It's not like they're going to be laying on the mat. So it doesn't make sense. Well, they're going to be so beat up, though, from this back and forth for a last man standing that it'll be an easy win. Uh, not if it's Brock, because Brock is like, you know, he only stays down for like fragments of seconds. So, uh, but uh, let's see. We, um, what do we have next here? Oh, the one one thing you forgot to mention about that is Dolph Ziggler, Ziggler also got involved with Theory. Yeah, but that was at the end of the show. You want you're jumping to the end. Oh yeah, that that's right. That was at the main event. I forgot. Yes. Uh, so yeah, Le- the Lesnar thing went on for quite a quite a bit. Then we had some shit with uh, Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio and Judgment Day. I I mean it was all right. Yeah, it, it's. I don't know, man. It, 
as as much as I hate Judgment Day, and I've hated them since their inception their creation. I don't like Finn Balor as the leader as much as Edge. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't have, it, just, have its same. Well, because Edge Edge can actually talk on the mic. As lame as it was, he can talk on the mic. Yeah. But Finn Balor, man, he just doesn't have those mic skills. So, What do you think uh, this new version of Edge is going to be? Do you think it's going to be a, like an old version of him, or do you think this is going to be some new? I'm pissed off he cut his hair, honestly. But these vignettes, though, you think is going to be like Brood Edge or like Rated R Edge, or you think? Do you think the vignettes are for Edge? Yeah, they have to be. What if they're, they're for all, Bray? They're not. But uh, every Easter egg is an Edge Easter egg. Like the like the week the one they showed this week was the burning flannel shirt, um, which was Mick Foley. Like uh, I can't remember what the other ones were. Oh, the John Cena hat burning. Like all of the stuff just says Edge. I don't think okay. it's Bray. We'll have to wait and see. But um, I I don't know honestly. I mean, he'll he'll come back and be the same Edge. <laughs> Basically, he's he's not really capable of much other than what he's been. He'll come back and be the anyway. Uh, Finn, uh, Finn Balor defeated Damian Priest via pinfall. Why do I not remember this? Because it's it's WWE. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, they they fought them. They fought the Mysterios, and then I guess they fought each other. I I don't know why. If you I don't know. I know we're supposed to talk about the shows here, but it's just not worth talking about. Sorry, we have we have better stuff to talk about in other shows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, exactly. The Raw Women's Championship match. We had the rematch between Carmella and Bianca Belair. It Yay. for a women's match, it was all right, but you know, Belair ends up beating Carmella again. I think Becky Lynch is going to end up fighting Bianca. Becky, be, well, no, actually, that match. Uh, it it was well, she beat her, but she beat, uh, Carmella won that match. I'm sorry, she won it via countout because Becky interfered. She can't win the belt by countout. That's right. So. I guess that's their way of uh, keeping Carmella in the mix. Then we got the second best thing that happened on Raw, the Miz segment with uh, Tommaso Ciampa, where they're talking about the whole thing with um, Logan Paul. And the Miz still trying to play like, you know, they're not going to have a match. But then right. they, sh- they show like the video clip of Logan Paul basically saying he's coming for Miz again. I'm ready for him to come out, man. Ready to hear that pop. Well, you're going to get it because I think next week on Raw, he is going to be there. So Awesome. So you will get to see Logan Paul live. Surprisingly and excited for that. Me too, just because I like this Logan Paul and Miz thing. Yeah, and I thought the he Miz, was good at WrestleMania. So Yeah, the Miz is good. Logan Paul on, has been good in WWE. You can't really say anything bad about him. So nope. he's, he's, he's doing awesome with it, but... AJ Styles also came out and he basically told Miz to shut his mouth and talked about his tiny balls. <laughs> but it's kind of funny how he segued into it because uh, he, he he talked about all these different things on the Miz and then you know at the end you know the Miz kept talking about you know he's like don't say it don't say it and AJ says all this <laughs> little piece and then finally at the very end he's like oh and uh, he has tiny balls. <laughs> God, I wish they did more with AJ. Yeah. 
Such a waste. Such a waste, man. So we got the Miz and Tommaso Ciampa versus AJ Styles and Ezekiel because Ezekiel came out too. Right, it's what is that? Have we figured out what's up with Kevin Owens? No, I I I can tell you I very much miss him on the show. I, he must be sick or hurt or something because he's been out for weeks now. So, well, I, I, mean, I think this will be like the third week he's been out. Look, when you have all the stuff to take care of, being the national treasure that he is, sometimes you just can't yeah. be there. Okay, that's true because he is a goddamn national treasure. Absolutely. Uh, we go into do drop Nikki Ash. Nobody gives a shit. Um, if anybody does care, they fought Alexa Bliss and Oscar. Oscar still looks good. Alexa still looks good. Do drop and Nikki Ash bo- both don't. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's Nikki Ash, not Nikki. Oh, Ash. sorry, okay, Nikki gosh. Nikki Ash. I'm so sorry. How that dare me crazy. screw up such a very important and prominent name as Nikki what, what Ash? Name, <laughs> uh, well, our truth comes out. Talks about the city of brotherly love. Uh, I don't know why. I forget why he came out. He came out to be a tag team counselor to the. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Saying he's Poppins gonna be a. And, uh, and the was it the Uso? No, not the Usos. No, yeah, and the Usos and and uh, Omos versus with MVP versus Street Profits and our truth. We see this every fucking week, man. The Usos and yeah. Street Profits. I told you, like, I'm tired of seeing it. I just don't care anymore. Do they not have any other tag teams? Like they ba- they barely have a tag team division. Otis and, and Gable, or whatever the hell his name is. Well, this is uh your new United States champion, Bobby Lashley, and Riddle oh, yeah. versus Seth right. Rollins in Theory. That was uh decent, but nothing to uh ride home about. Yeah. Bobby Lashley, uh, they won that match, and that oh, that was your main event, by the way. Bobby Lashley oh, yeah. and Riddle against Seth Rollins and uh, Theory. And then why Dolph did he change? Why did he change his name from Austin Theory to just Theory? It's another one of the. It's another Vince McMahon thing with the real names. Oh Same yeah, he changed Walter to Gunther. What the, I don't know what's up with Gunther. <laughs> Jonathan with the Okada killed my father. <sighs> So what? So oh. what do you think the whole? What do you think's up with the Dolph coming in? I thought that was intriguing. Do you think uh, it's just like randomness or, or what? Uh, if I had to take a guess, he's going to start some kind of feud with Theory to keep Theory busy until he's ready to cash in. Basically, they needed something like, look, man, we need something for Theory to do while we figure out what we're going to do with this uh, money in the bank thing. Let's call Dolph. Dolph, Dolph's a worker. Dolph- He'll come in wins gets the money in the bank briefcase from Austin theory and then cashes it in and becomes like a Kofi Kingston champ where they just are like, here you have the belt for like a couple weeks since you've, you know, been here and put up with all this bullshit your whole life. It would be a disaster. And let me tell you why, because we haven't seen Dolph Ziggler on TV in how many weeks? Yeah. I mean, I guess he maybe he's been on NXT. I don't know. I don't watch NXT. I don't but, think he has. But we haven't seen him in weeks. So to try to build something this fast and throw the belt on him is not going to get any kind of response from anybody. 
I mean, it's just it's just not going to work. I mean, I like Dolph. I I think it would be good for him to finally get that, but they got to build it. They can't do anything like uh maybe he interferes in the Lesnar Lashley match. I mean Lesnar uh Lesnar Roman Reigns match. But, but we'll we'll have to wait and see there. All right, it, that was Raw. Now on to Dynamite. Dynamite was, to me, the best wrestling that I've seen in at least the last few weeks. It definitely was the best show of the week. Uh, let's see. We, we started start. out with a TNT Championship match. Yeah, with Orange and Orange. Is Orange Cassidy just like carrying AEW right now? <laughs> Somebody has to. And uh, well, he's doing a damn. Uh, to me, he's doing a damn good job. I enjoy seeing him wrestle every week. So, uh, and it was actually a really good match. I was afraid when I saw this match that they that Orange Cassidy was just going to get squashed. And I'm like, how are they going to squash him when he's like been on this epic run since Forbidden Door? But no, it, I mean, he didn't win, but he did put on a good fucking match. This match was poor booking, and let me tell you why. What they could have done with this is built something with Orange Cassidy versus Wardlow, but they needed something for Fighter Fest since, you know, their regular shows are such a big deal. Yeah. So that, that's why they did this. But they could have made it to where Wardlow faced somebody else, you know, somebody notable, not somebody that's a scrub. Right. He beats them, then Orange Cassidy's music hits. He comes out, does his little shtick to... uh. Wardlow there and you know with his kicking thing and then they they start to build something towards that to where like Orange Cassidy keeps doing stuff to Wardlow in the back or whatever you know like just showing up yeah they they could do anything with Wardlow they could have him working out just have Orange Cassidy just be leaning against the wall Standing watching there. yeah just just stuff like that I mean, <laughs> they, they could they could have they could have built something with it but no what do they do hey you know what people want to see this match we're gonna give it to them <laughs> But it was a good match. I mean, it was a good match. And, I feel, and that's I feel like I they about their bad booking is most of the time their bad booking is just so they can put on this kind of good match. So at least it was a good match. Yeah, the only the only person that got that actually that match made look bad was Wardlow, even though he still won. But well, I mean, because. With the he hit him with the like the low blows and the knees and you know how you know when smaller guys take on the giant guys they always gotta do the cheap shots to the legs and shit. I mean they made it more realistic. I think it went on a little bit longer than it should. That's what's gonna be my complaint is it went on way too long. But they didn't want to stay. I think they didn't want to squash Orange Cassidy too much, so they had to drag it out some. Ugh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Then the next match after that was, uh, no, 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 there was no match. We had, we got Chris Jericho. Oh yeah. Coming out right. and giving Chris a Jericho. fantastic promo. Bro. I, that's probably one of the best promos I've seen in a while. He, yeah, I, what I loved about it is he went back to old Jericho. He, he didn't do any of the wizard bullshit, anything like that. He basically just told, talked about how shitty Eddie Kingston is. <laughs> And Which then, is why it was such a good promo. Exactly. You know, he just, you know, joined our team of the Eddie haters. And then, uh, or did we join his team? Are we part of the Jericho Appreciation Society? I think we are. Society now? I, I, I mean, I've always kind of been a part of Jericho Appreciation Society. So, but I think, I, I think we're like official members now. 
But I mean, yeah, he just badmouthed Eddie Kingston, but he did say something that I was excited to hear. And that was that's the fact that the pain maker is coming back. He's not facing this Chris Jericho. He's facing the pain maker. And he did. The, he did say a lot of stuff about uh, Ruby Soho too. Well, you know they broke her hand or whatever. Yeah. So he was it, trying to get under Eddie's skin with that. Yeah. Well, which Eddie brings that up later. He told Eddie he needs to take better care of his chicks. That's right. I'm surprised. Well, so Eddie, what, I'm surprised so Eddie Kingston has what, chicks. First off, remind the people what the pain maker is. The pain maker is the. New Japan version of Chris Jericho. When he first appeared in New Japan, he was donning like some a uh, little bit of white face paint and then like uh, some uh, black makeup on the eyes, kind of almost crow like. And uh, he wears like this leather jacket, spi- yeah, top hat and spiky leather jacket. He just looks like a badass, honestly. Fuck yeah. And he and but the pain maker version of Jericho is more sinister and hardcore. Like for example. His first match as Painmaker in um, New Japan. Y- you remember, uh, you know the referee over there that's like famous. They call uh, Red Shoes, uh, Red Shoes Uno. Yeah. Well, his son was still a young lion then, <laughs> which is a uh, Shota Umino, or Red Shoes Umino. Yeah, but uh, Shota Umino. Jericho goes over there and like grabs him and puts him in the damn walls of Jericho and starts beating the shit out of him in front of his dad, the referee. I'm like, that's great. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was well, that was great. one of his uh, notable things. Uh, and then uh, and then Eddie Kingston uh, made an appearance and uh, made a real shitty fucking 30 minute promo where he said, you know, he it's not a wrestling match; it's a fight, and he's gonna kill Jericho or whatever the fuck. Yeah. He's mad. He's mad. Eddie Kingston came on the screen drunk as usual. And, um, he was all like, Chris Jericho, I'm going to get you buddy. And then, then his, his 30 seconds was over. So (laughs) yeah. Yay. Uh, Uh, next up we had, uh, no, that was, it was the match. Uh, Kanosuke Takashita versus John Moxley for the interim yeah. AEW World Championship Eliminator match. I guess we're just going to put the belt on the line every every single episode. Well, of- wait a minute. What is, what is what are they talking about? It was an Eliminator match. I you know I don't know. I think they when the I was wondering that too. But I think what they mean by that is like I guess Moxley is just eliminating people that are in the hunt for the title. I don't. For the interim I don't know title, what the fuck they're talking about? The tournament's over. There's no tournament. I don't know. What's, what's being eliminated here? That, I don't know. Well, I don't know why they put the belt on. Just wait till fucking Punk is like two or three weeks from coming back. Like, just wait till he comes back. Exactly. Fuck. Just have Moxley in a boiler room somewhere, building up a fucking feud with Punk so that they can fight for this fucking unification match. That was a damn good match, though. I will say that. that really fucking good and and for once the other guy bled not moxley yeah i was shocked at that i was like i was like oh shit he's bleeding i was like but mox isn't bleeding mox is always donning that fucking crimson crimson mask but not this not this one well he beat him with the uh by doing the uh, death rider following up with the bulldog choke for the victory so winner john moxley and then 
we got a video package of the House of Black talking to Darby Allen. Uh, I guess Brody King beat the yeah. shit out of uh, Darby Allen at an autograph signing, put him through a table, and uh, they showed that footage too. Oh, I'm, I, I think I missed that honestly. It was kind of in there. I had seen the at like the like the raw video that somebody like got that was at the autograph signing, and they put it in like that video package. You could kind of see him it happening. Mm. Uh, then we had uh, Christian come out and cut another promo on someone who has a dead father. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's just going to be their thing. He just <laughs> loves talk- loves disrespecting the dead, don't he? Well, he actually didn't really. I mean, he didn't talk too bad about Brian Pillman, like he has, like he was, uh, uh, Jungle Boy's dad. He just kind of said that uh, Brian Pillman Jr. is an embarrassment to his father. <laughs> That's such a fucked up thing to say to somebody. Though. Can you imagine for- that, like the meeting in the back? Like, hey man, uh, so I'm gonna come out and I'm gonna say something about your dad. Okay, don't beat my ass. When we get back to the back, all right. I love this version of Christian. I think he's kind of, I think he's kind of like the MJF replacement right now, because you know MJF was always he always come out, cut some kind of fucking super heel cheap heat promo, and that's kind of what Christian's doing now. And then Luchasaurus comes with him and uh, and you know squashes whoever the fuck he fight. Well, he squashed Griff Garrison, but that's because Christian Cage said that he kind of looks like Jungle Boy, which. Apparently activated beast mode on a uh, Luchasaurus. So, yeah, I mean, he did. I mean, Christian was right. He does kind of look like Jungle Boy. So, I don't. The thing that's going to be weird about this Kingston and Jericho match is like Daniel Garcia and them being above the cage, uh, above the ring in cages, in a shark cage. Oh, a shark cage. Yeah. Like why? I, I don't know, man. What's the What's the point? Somebody on TikTok was like, oh, it's a shark week or whatever. And there it's like a cross promotion. I'm like, that's fucking dumb. It okay? is. It's stupid. What are they going to do? They're going to stand up there and fucking yell through the cage. Get him, Jericho. It's what, like what you said, we- Sammy Guevara is going to take some big bump off the top of it is what's going to happen. All right. So next up, we have the match that was your favorite match of the evening. Jake Hager versus Claudio Castagnoli. Castagnoli, however the fuck you say his name. Yeah, see, Ben Grimm said it's sponsored by Shark Week. Okay, I mean, cool. Well, um, then, then you know what? They need to have, sh- they need, they need to have like a Shark Tank, and just have wrestlers wrestle on a bridge, and the loser gets thrown off into the Shark Tank and dies, preferably cool. Matt Hardy. <laughs> no, <laughs> or Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, not Matt Hardy. <laughs> oh yeah, that was. <laughs> Did yeah. your Matt Hardy hatred just come out there on accident? Yeah, a little bit. But no, that that's perfect, though. What we have is we have Matt Hardy versus Eddie Kingston. And both of them fall off the bridge in the <laughs> shark tank. <laughs> what they need to do is surround the ring with shark, shark tanks. And then, and then wrap the ring in barbed wire. And then have a barbed wire match. And then, but the way you win the bar match because you're all bloody, you know, and they throw you in the shark tank, and then the sharks eat you because you're bloody. You know, the sharks sense the blood. Well, we we know Moxley because that because he definitely get busted open. They'd be they'd be jumping be out the crazy cage. for him. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, they, yeah they'd be diving out. Uh, yeah, that match sucked. It was stiff. It was boring, and I did not like it. I actually fast forwarded through most of it. It sucked. 
I, I don't like. I know people are excited about Claudio, but I'm not. I, I I just don't get. I don't get the hype. He was a like you said. He was a a mid to low card guy in WWE, and he's probably going to be the same in AEW. So he did the six one nine in this match. Cool. Like, I didn't why? even catch that because I was fast forward and I was like, this is boring. Uh, I mean, I, I tried to give it a chance, man. I did. I, I I started watching some of the match and then eventually I'm just like, you know what? Fuck this. Ben Grimm said, yeah, this is my go to the bathroom match. <laughs> uh, Hook is interviewed backstage, but he ignores it and leaves. Okay. So like. this is another thing that's irritating me. Okay. So we got, we had the Hook housing build up thing, right? Yes. And then all of a sudden there's no more Hook housing. Now Danhausen is like hanging out with the best friends. There's a, and now we're back to this hook. Now we're back to the old hook thing where he doesn't talk and he doesn't acknowledge anybody and he's probably just going to walk down to the ring and beat people like what what the Danhausen the Hookhausen thing was fucking gold. Why why would they scrap that? I just don't understand it. I do not know, but the one thing I can tell you is that uh we don't see enough of Hook, even though I'm not crazy about him. We don't see enough of him, so I don't know. I think that I think that's part of like hit that. I think that's kind of his shtick, but it's it's getting old now. It's like, all right, let's fucking push this guy into what you want him to be. Well, his hair is stupid. I'll say that. <laughs> you don't <laughs> like that Gen Z hair, do you? I do not like it at all. Uh, uh, then we, we had some Thunder Rosa stuff in the back, and then Britt comes out and talks about how she's better than all of them, and it's true. It is true. She is better than all of them. Uh, then we had an, a women's match. And that Jay nobody cares about. Versus Serena Deeb. That was whatever. Tay Conti uh, said something to Jay in the back. And then we had what I thought was also a really great match. and The main event. Was the main event. A triple tag team championship match with the young bucks swerving our glory and um what is the other fucking swerving our glory which would be uh swerve, oh, and starks and hobbs swerve and uh keith lee keith lee yeah you don't know and uh and kind of got a surprise ending there we did and I, I, not, I wasn't a fan of it really no See, I mostly like because mostly because I don't like that tag team. Well, see, I do like that tag team, and but I wasn't really rooting for them to win. I didn't think the Young Bucks were going to lose. I didn't think they were going to drop the belts. See, that's and, uh, that, that's the problem I have with it. It doesn't make sense to put those belts on the Young Bucks if you're only going to let them hold it for this short amount of time, and now it's it's gone. Like, and you put well, them the on one, a tag team that's even less relevant. But maybe they're just trying. Maybe maybe that's just going to help make them more relevant, though. The problem is when you're making the belt change hands like that. That often you're making the title mean nothing. Yeah. So that, my, that's where that's where I have an issue with it. My thing is that you know when people like me and you watch wrestling, and we've watched wrestling our whole lives, you for the most part we can predict the outcome of the match. We yeah. kind of know what's going to happen. So when stuff like this happens, I actually like it, even if it doesn't always make a hundred percent sense. I won't lie, makes, I I did oh, not wow. think I, I did think Young Bucks were going to win that match. So. I was just like, wow, and I, I like honestly, I would have thought they gave it to Starks and Hobbs before they gave it to Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland because they had 
there had been talks earlier in the week that Keith Lee was going to be taking time off. So I guess he changed his mind. Well, that was a, that was AEW dynamite. Uh, the, it was the best show of the week. Definitely worth watching. If you're going to watch any wrestling this week, watch that because it was the best, it was the best program this week. Yeah. From top to bottom, that's the best wrestling I've watched in a while. But the best wrestling is what's about to happen tomorrow night. The G1 finally starts with night one, and I cannot wait. Who is the first match of the night? Uh, Well, Okada will probably be the main event. Uh, I don't have it loaded up anymore, honestly, but I can can load it up real quick here. Because I... Was setting up a tournament earlier with this for my 2K. So, <laughs> Big T, I kind of, I, I was kind of suffering from wrestling fatigue this week too. Uh, it was hard to watch everything, but I did. I was very inspired by Dynamite though. So tomorrow, yeah, I, I, I feel you on that. I was the same way. Like it, it, I was struggling to get through some of the shows, honestly. Um, but uh, so night one, we have Okada versus Jeff Cobb in the A block. That'll be a That'll be a great match. Sonata versus Jay White, which will also be great. Tanahashi versus Aaron Hanare, which uh, this is the thing. Like that, that's one of those matches that you 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 see on paper and you're like, uh, I don't know, man. That one doesn't sound that great. But sometimes those are the ones that end up being the best match of the evening. Surprise matches. But uh, your 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 main event is definitely going to be the next one, the D Block. Uh, will Osprey versus El Fantasmo. That's a, that's night one. That's night one. That's the main event. I think that'll probably be the main event. It, it's so, it's either it's either going to be that or uh, Jeff Cobb and Okada. Dude, that's going to be a fucking banger match too. Oh, I'm telling you, that Ooh, night one wait. night one delivers. So what time does that what time does that start in American time? It'll be like two in the morning. <laughs> oh, so I have to watch it like in the morning on Saturday. Well, I mean, actually, it'll probably start at like two. Either it'll either be two in the morning tomorrow, like uh, on the seventeenth for here, or it'll be two in the morning tonight. Oh well, shit! I might be able to watch it tomorrow then. Saturday, I'm gonna be busy as fuck. So. I'm, I'm actually about to. Yeah, Check July sixteenth. Uh, see, Japan time throws me off. Uh, it says one a.m. PDT, four a.m. EDT, and nine. 9 a.m. Uh, BST. I don't know what any of those stand for. <laughs> <laughs> I would assume one a. I would. I would assume 1 a.m. is Pacific. Maybe I don't. I don't know. 1 a.m. So that would be like two. Like you said, it'd be like two or three a.m. here. I'm about to look it up. <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, it's Pacific time. That's what I thought. But it's like a, it's not Pacific Standard Time. It's it's something else. Uh, what do they call it? Pacific Daylight Time. That's what it is. Sorry, it was it was gonna drive me crazy if I didn't find that. So yeah, it's. Uh, so it'll be starting in a couple hours then. Probably yeah. Well, good. That means I can watch it tomorrow because Saturday I have to do. I'm gonna be busy all fucking. Day. That's what I'll be doing. I'll be waking up and watching the G1 because once the G1 starts, I don't give a shit about any other wrestling. That's just that's just how it is. 
yeah. Well, all right, that's our show. We uh we ran through it pretty fast, but because there's just not a lot to talk about lately, there's a lot of injuries in wrestling, and it makes it really difficult to talk about. We probably picked the wrong time to start a wrestling podcast, honestly. <laughs> I mean, but at least we can come on here every week and tell and let the people know how much Eddie Kingston fucking sucks. Absolutely. That's the whole reason we started this thing. Yeah. It's because we got tired of it, and people just need to know. People need also, to know. And also, fucking understanding. They needed to know that, and they needed to know that Kevin Owens is a national treasure. It wasn't being right. said enough, so we were like, you know what? We're going to do something about this. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you know what? It, when these, when all these guys that are hurt come back, it's going to make it even better. So, Yeah, I'm looking forward to Punk coming back. And, uh, it and looks we got like, the G1 well, now, so. And the I'm G1, already and, and then you said that MJF, the MJF thing is definitely a work now. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I really hope that's true. I mean, that I, hasn't been confirmed, confirmed yet by a lot of sources, but it's, uh, yeah. Eddie Kingston gets good pops because AEW fans are the biggest marks on the fucking planet. That that's is why. exactly why. In WWE, Eddie Kingston would be barely mid-card, if even mid-card. He'd be fucking fighting for the 24-7 title on WWE. He would. Actually, yeah, you're right. He, he would either be fighting for the 24-7 title or he'd be on NXT as like a show opener. Yeah. Fuck Eddie Kingston. I agree. Fuck Eddie Kingston. Eddie Kingston, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Jericho beats your fucking ass. I hope he makes you bleed. I hope Jericho tastes your blood, and I hope you don't get to taste any of Jericho's blood. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Eddie Kingston. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, All right, that's it. That's our show. Uh, Thanks for watching, everybody. Click that like and subscribe button if you like our show. Also, check out our other podcast, the Slacker Cast, on Tuesdays. Go hit the subscribe button on that as well. Hit that little bell for the notifications. So when we go live, you uh, can join us in the chat. We do a lot of uh, lists on that show, like top ten lists and just random talking about everything. So. Uh, But yeah, that's it. So until next time, keep it K-Pay.